Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're still watching for this King, this Messiah, Jesus. He told His people to watch therefore and be ready, and the signs are all around us. Wow, are the signs all around us. He's coming soon. Let's pray and ask the Lord to prepare our hearts even more for the coming of our King in the clouds for His people. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for the information that we are to watch and be ready for your coming, Lord Jesus. We take that warning very seriously, at least many of us do, and we ask you, in Messiah Jesus' name, to help prepare us to be ready for you coming in the clouds for your people even with this program today. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Please bless all of our listeners today, Lord Jesus. Amen. I love the Bible. I love the Word of God. And I'm reminded of a passage in Scripture in Romans, excuse me, in John chapter 1. I taught on Romans 1 the other day. In John chapter 1, the Gospel of John. And, and it goes like this. John 1, 17. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses. Uh, Actually, it was given by the Lord through Moses. And and so uh, the law, the revelation of the Lord's perfect ways were given uh, through Moses to the children of Israel and through the children of Israel and their witness in the scriptures to the whole world. And, and, and so because of the limited time we have in a program like this, I'm going to cut to the chase for the purpose of the law. The law was given to reveal the goodness and the perfection of the true, the true and living creator of the universe who revealed himself through his covenant people, Israel. He revealed himself through the covenant promises he made through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, changing Jacob's name to Israel, and and later raised up the deliverer named Moses. So he reveals himself through his promises, through his covenant land, Israel, through his covenant people, Israel, through his word written by uh, Moses uh, and the prophets. And, And so what we see is in the law, this expression of, of, of the goodness of the Lord. Because the law is perfect, man can't keep it. And, and, and we might think, well, how unfair of the tr- creator of the universe, Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, Messiah Jesus, Yahweh the Holy Spirit, Jehovah, how unfair of him to give people who he knows can't keep the law to give them the law. Well, actually, it's not unfair if you understand why he did it. One reason that we see in the Bible is to reveal himself in his goodness and his perfection. This is who he is. He's good, number one. Number two, he, he gives it to Israel to keep them as a people. Now, though they can't keep the law, the law restrains people and keeps them within certain boundaries, even though they break it. Right. And, and so, uh, for example, there are certain tenets of the law of the Torah 
that have kept Israel as a people together, even in sin and bondage around the nations of the world, as they've been cast out of the land of Israel. And, and, and so a, a primary purpose of the law in regard to that, if you'd say, if I, if I would say, okay, that's the second purpose, 2A, under that same heading of, of keeping Israel as a people, also uh, what it does is it, it keeps Israel as a people so that they could bring forth the Messiah. Because lawlessness brings destruction. Uh, living in a way that is, a, is, is against God brings destruction. And, and so what, even through a remnant of Israel uh, who had a heart for the Lord, what he did is he kept Israel as a people with the Torah, with the law, and so that, so that they could bring forth the Messiah, Jesus the Lord. And what we saw was Satan trying to destroy Israel in many different ways. Uh, and and most of which had to do with idolatry and lust and even intermarrying with those who worshipped false gods. And so what the law did was the law kept Israel within boundaries and kept them as a people and to some degree keeps them even today as a people. And, 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 and by the way, we see this in passages like in Galatians chapter 3 at the last few verses of of Galatians 3, you see this very clearly. Uh, and the reason I'm not looking at these verses and reading them to you is because I'm, I'm summarizing um, so I can get through this passage and, and get to some of the meat of it. And, and so go look at yourself. Go look at it yourself. Uh, I will say that uh, I give a passage for the next reason here in just a moment because it's a very short passage, but it but hammers home the point and I have it memorized. So uh, in Romans chapter 3, uh, it, verses 19 and 20, right in that area, it says that, that through the law comes the knowledge of sin, which brings me to the next purpose of the law. Through the law comes the knowledge of sin. We also see this all through Romans chapter 7, where Paul writes about, I, I, I want to do good, but and, and I agree with the law of God that it is good, and I want to do good, but I, I find within my members sin operating. And, and, and killing me. And, and, and so there's even an old saying that people have. It's rules were made to be what? Broken. That is the way of man. When uh, Paul said, I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said thou shalt not covet. And then it stirred up covetous, all kinds of covetous, covetousness within me. So what Paul is saying was when the, when the law, the perfect law, thou shalt not covet, is, is put in front of a sinful heart. It makes the sinful heart react even more in sin. And what the law does is it shows us how desperately sinful and wicked we are and that we deserve to be punished and we desperately need forgiveness and a Savior. And so the law is perfect converting the soul. Through the law comes the knowledge of sin. I would not have known covetousness had the law said thou shalt not covet. And so the law shows us our need to be saved. Now, let me back up a little bit with regard to the law restraining Israel and keeping them as a people, it would do that with any nation. For example, in the United States of America, the Ten Commandments were, were taught in schools. Uh, thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Listen to this. The, the horribly God-hating uh, movements within our, the society of America um, tricked and deceived and fooled people into... Uh, and, and through great deception and because of the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of life that uh, uh, the churches and then America begin to walk in, 
deceived people into to going for crazy stuff like this. Well, we'll take the commandments, the Ten Commandments, off the walls of the courthouse because some might some might look at the Ten Commandments and feel compelled to keep them. Hello, let that let that sink in for a second. And, and and that would be imposing religion on people, which is certainly with the false narrative of uh, and precedent of the church, uh, separation of church and state, which isn't anywhere in the Constitution, by the way. So they began, because of the lawless nature of our society, began removing the Ten Commandments away from the schools, the courts, uh, the business, the, ho- the place of business, right? Uh, government. Think of this. There used to be, I, there's a wonderful movie I recommend everyone to watch. I think it's called A Man Called Peter. And it was about Peter Marshall, who was a Scottish pastor uh, in the uh, early to mid-1900s. And and he was um, not only a pastor of a, of a wonderful church in Washington, D.C., but he was also uh, the, I think it was, it was either the Senate or the Congress. He was the uh, chaplain for the U.S. Senate, I believe, but I could be wrong. It may be the Congress. At any rate, a man like a fiery preaching man of Jesus Christ like this was the chaplain of the Senate. He would be railroaded and chased out in tar and feathers today. Why? Because he would dare to claim that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, right? And, and which is a passage I'll quote again in a moment. And, and so my point is, what the law did, though America certainly wasn't perfect and had plenty of sin, what the law did is it kept a degree of morality in in America to a place where it wouldn't send itself into destruction, but not anymore. And that's exactly what America, our beloved America, some some say these things about America with a glee and a joy, and they hate America and they're glad that it's coming down. I say it with heart, a broken heart. Um, John McTurner, my friend, puts it the best way I've ever heard. He said it's like sitting next to a, a dear friend at the hospice bed and watching them die, and there's not a thing you can do about it. You see, it's because of the lawlessness. And now the laws that are passed and the, and the way the judges are, the wicked, uh, the wicked uh, corrupt judges and the systems across the society of America, it's because of lawlessness. Hello? Hello? Well, the law came through Moses. But see, the law cannot change the human heart. The law cannot change the human heart. All it can do is maintain certain boundaries and then uh, it can reveal our sin. But grace and truth, now that's different. And I'll talk about that in just a second after the break. And, and so uh, we had this wonderful ministry. Hallelujah and thank you, Lord, for it. And it's watchtherefore.tv. And under watchtherefore.tv, we have uh, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. This is how we go to the Jew first and then to the Gentile with the gospel of Messiah Jesus. So you can go to watchtherefore.tv and find all of our ministries. You can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com, pouredoutforthenations.com. And when you, prayer, when you financially partner with us, you help keep Watch Therefore Media going. And boy, do we have some exciting things and opportunities in front of us to reach millions with the gospel of Jesus Christ, not only in North America, but all over the world. So go to watchtherefore.tv and participate. Sign up for our monthly newsletters. Uh, They're free, and it gives you something to pray about and to see how the Lord is moving in our midst. Well, having said that, we go back to 
John, the Gospel of John, one seventeen. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So we talked about in the, in the I talked about in the law of Moses that a few primary purposes is to reveal the perfect nature of the Lord, to keep a society, namely Israel, initially, but then any society, uh, in check, and to keep itself from sending itself into destruction, and then uh, and to keep the and to bring forth a Messiah out through Israel, but also. Uh, to reveal sin and the desperate need for a savior because the perfect law uh, cannot change the wicked heart, the sinful heart that all who are born into this world have a sinful heart. The only man who wasn't born in this world that way is Jesus Christ because his father didn't hand him a terminal disease called sin because his father isn't a sinner. His father, father is God, the father. And so uh, we have, this sinful man, we, we have sinful man in this world, right? And I'll speak about myself, this sinful man, me, uh, who was born in this world in sin. And, and so there came a point in time when I recognized I'm in trouble with God. I've, I've, the way I've behaved is, is against God's laws, against God's ways. I'm in trouble. And so this sinful man needed forgiveness. And guess what? Everyone listening does too. Everyone in the world who's ever lived does. And so, except for Jesus Christ. And so, Jesus the Lord, the man without sin, lived on this earth sinless. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. The innocent paid for the sins of the guilty. He was buried in hallelujah on the third day. He rose again. And and see, that's God's grace that he did that. Why? For God, the Father, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to die on the cross, to pay for our sins, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. You see, that's grace. Uh, one analogy, or, or excuse me, one acronym for grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Right? Another definition of grace is God's goodness that none of us deserve. We were hopelessly lost in our sin and on our way to hell. And Abba Father, because of his great love, because of his grace and his mercy, he intervened and sent the Savior to die on the cross for our sins. And Jesus the Lord, because he loves us so much, he agreed to do that. He volunteered. He said, you don't take my life. I lay it down willingly. And, and, and he rose again. And you see, that's the truth. Jesus the Lord, unlike anyone who's ever lived, he always tells the truth. So this is the gospel truth that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose again. And if anyone will turn away from uh, their sins and, and receive Jesus as Lord, he'll, he'll send his Holy Spirit to live in them and change their hearts. That's grace. See, there's grace that saves us. Then there's grace that changes us and teaches us God's ways. There's saving grace. There's teaching grace. There's glorifying grace. You find teaching grace in, in Titus two eleven through 13 is one example. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, that's saving grace. Teaching us, that's teaching grace, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope. Watch, therefore, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. You see, grace saves us, and then grace teaches us how to live for, 
for our Father in heaven in a way that honors him by following Messiah Jesus. Grace teaches that. And then grace glorifies us because those whom he justified or declared righteous, who he forgave, he also glorified. So um, the Bible speaks, Peter speaks of it in 1 Peter 1. He says, rest your hope fully in the grace that is to be revealed to you. The grace that is to be given to you at at the revealing of Jesus Christ. Now, since I'm kind of stumbling through that verse, I'm just going to have to go ahead and look it up and read it without butchering it. So forgivest thou me. And, and so I believe it's first Peter chapter one, let's say around 13. Yeah. Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ when he comes. Right. And, and, and so there you go. And so grace and truth come, th- come through Jesus Christ. You see, God's grace is the things I've talked about, and it's true. Jesus, the Lord, said, as I quoted a little while ago, in John fourteen six, he said, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to God the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Yes? Grace and truth. Listen. Today, you don't know who to listen to or believe on the news. You might watch news in this country, that country, the other country, and, and, and you might listen to opposing news views. You don't know who to listen to. Everyone's got an agenda today, and this is the most deceptive generation in the history of the world. When Messiah Jesus was talking about uh, the signs of his coming, he said, let no one deceive you. Deception is a hallmark for this hour that we live in. But there's one who will never deceive you. You see, Satan is the father of lies. Jesus, the Lord, he'll always tell you the truth. He'll always tell you the truth. Yeah. And so that's why he's such an anchor for our souls in a world of deception, in a world of, of, of filth and disgustingness that's getting even more so every day. Yeah. In a world like that, Isn't it nice? Isn't it wonderful? Oh, I'm so thankful for grace and truth. Every day when I wake up, I I lift my hands in the air and thank Messiah Jesus that he saved me. And I know that I can trust him. I know when he says in his word in Proverbs chapter 3, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your steps. Hallelujah. 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 Isn't that wonderful? That I can trust him with all of my heart. I can know that since he's changed my heart and he's given me a desire for righteousness, I, I used to uh, be such a horribly sinful person and, I, and I, I cared nothing about anyone but myself and getting ahead and that kind of thing. And, and, and now the Lord's given me this love to see other people saved by Messiah Jesus, to experience his forgiveness and his kindness. Oh, and, 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 and so with a world where you can't trust what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, I had a grandfather who worked at General Motors for, I don't know, 30, 35, 40 years, 30 years, whatever, and retired with a pension and all that. Well, look at that now. Look at what's happened. 
If there's anything you thought you could trust, it would be General Motors. My goodness, right? No, no, no. We live in a world that's foundations are shaking and what people used to trust in, they can't now. What they used to trust in, they can't now. And, and, and so, listen, this is just the beginning, folks. This world is built on bad foundations because it's built on the ways of sinful men, not the ways of the Lord. I encourage everyone today, realize this, be very thankful for this. The law came through Moses, yet grace and truth came through Messiah Jesus, and he offers you his grace today. He offers you his goodness that we don't deserve. If you've already been saved by Messiah Jesus, he's teaching you by his Holy Spirit. Are you listening? Are you being taught by his grace today? Now people say, oh, I'm saved. I've been saved for five years, 10 years, 15 years. But they're the same way, having the same sins and living the same life they did before. No, you're probably not saved. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord because grace will meet you where you are. But grace will never leave you there. Listen, folks, we're running out of time very quickly. Pray and receive Jesus as Lord today. Trust in him to save you from your sins. Trust in him to give you a new heart and new life. And then begin to turn away from your ways and put your faith and trust and hope in the one who never lies because grace and truth came and comes through Jesus Christ. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for our precious listeners today. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name that you love us. Thank you that you did give the law through Moses to show us our sin. Yet nothing can wash away our sins except the blood of Jesus. You gave your blood, spilled your precious blood. You're a sinless man and you're God the Son and you were buried on the third day you rose again and you said, repent and believe in the gospel to be saved. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Please save and heal. Forgive any who's li- who are listening today who need your forgiveness. Listen, if you've never been saved, if you know, if you don't know for sure that you've been saved, call, call upon the name of the Lord. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Cry out to him, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. And begin to walk in the new life that he gives you. Read your Bible. Seek after the Lord. Father and Messiah, Jesus' name for all of our listeners. I pray that we would have a better understanding of grace and truth even now. Thank you, Holy Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, our great God and Savior. Amen and amen. Well, I pray that the program has been a blessing to you. uh, And I'm very thankful for this opportunity to come to you uh, with the word of the Lord and for us to have this special time together. Hey, listen, folks. Now, more than ever, it's time to get ready for the coming of our Savior in the clouds. And as things get so shaky, it's nice to have a firm foundation, uh, an anchor for the soul, the Bible says, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Remember to sign up for our newsletters at watchtherefore.tv. Remember, as you prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore, even through blessing Israeli believers who help bring this program to you today and poured out for the nations, our ministries, uh, you really help Watch Therefore stay on the air. And we encourage you, as we close the program, the way we customarily do, to watch Therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming.
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.